0: Any way you slice it, food prices are high in Sitka. It's a geographically isolated community and a small town. Increasingly, one way people are responding to these high prices is by buying food online. For our series, The Cost of Living in Sitka, KCW's Rachel Cassandra did her own investigation into the trend of buying food, not in a cart, but with the click of a mouse. The thing about
1: online shopping in Sitka is nobody wants to talk about it. I started out this piece thinking I would talk to a few people eager to share their online shopping tricks. Bing, bang, boom. I posted to a popular Facebook group, Sitka Chatters, and got a few comments. Several people were passionate about online shopping and food prices, but no one wanted to talk on the record about it. So I decided to dig in on my own. I went to the recycling center. All right, I've made it to the dumpster. and i'm going to get inside i don't know if this is a good idea this first box i see is amazon got some bananas a couple plain boxes all right here's an amazon box amazon 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 plain Oh, no, Um, I'm doing a radio piece. (laughs) That's a big Amazon box. What did you get in there?
2: Oh, we got a gift for my grandchild's sixth birthday. Okay, cool. Definitely an Amazon
1: purchase, embarrassingly so. The dumpster told me that some people are buying big quantities of goods from Amazon. But why? After a few false starts... One of the women who responded to my post online said she'd meet up to talk. Sue Brown said it's not about having more options online, but about saving money.
0: Well, I've always, um, I guess, believed in the fact that you shouldn't pay more than necessary to get what you want. So I guess it's a matter of taking the time to comparison shop.
1: Brown emphasizes that she does buy local much of the time
0: and wants to support local shops. I don't mind paying a little bit extra. However, it's hard to reconcile paying 150% or 200% or even 300%, I have seen, some items at the grocery store here in town versus what I can get them online with free shipping. Talking to Brown told me a little
1: about the typical consumer, buying food for the home kitchen. But what about people who operate a food business? North sister Juice and Crepe Company is in a tiny strip mall Behind the immaculate counter, aproned employees handle produce and blenders. I met there with Caitlin Way. I um, own Fish Eye Coffee and I own North Sister as well with my business partner, Elena Peterson. Way told me they buy almost all the food in their shop online, wholesale. Their produce, their sauces, sweeteners, everything. It's cheaper by 30 to 50 percent and they can get bulk sizes of necessities. Occasionally, they'll purchase small items from the grocery store. Wei showed me around the storage areas of North Sister. Um, I can show you back here first, but this is the freezer items, and most of this comes from Azure. So we're able to get bulk amounts of all of these fruits, big 50-pound bags of oats or flour, and then same with sauces, like um, vinegars and coconut oil and maple syrup. We're able to order online bulk amounts, which we need because we go through so quickly. When Wei inherited these businesses, they were already set up to buy food wholesale. That's how she's operated since the beginning. But this left me wondering, are Sitkins buying more online now than ever before? Multiple sources seem to think so. So I went to the person who sees those packages before they are opened.
2: My name is Ed, Ed Conway, and I'm the manager of the Pioneer Postal Station here in, on Lincoln Street.
1: Conway has been working in the post office for the last 20 years, alongside Dolores Doggett.
2: You know, what we've seen in the last probably six to eight years um, and over the, the past 20 years is, you know, we've seen in, the, in, in our post offices, we've seen an influx of parcels, um, you know, and, and mainly what we're seeing is Amazon boxes. It's, that's probably half of what we're putting up each day. It's unbelievable, really, how, how much we put through in Amazon boxes here.
1: Conway says the biggest increase in Amazon boxes has been in the last four years. He doesn't know how much is food, and he imagines some of the boxes are being reused. He also speculates that it's probably bad for the local businesses here.
2: Yeah, it's, it's just part of the times, you know, it's part of the times, and me and Dolores here, we're seeing it firsthand.
1: It's clear that Sickens are buying more online, including food. I found out why they're shopping online and how much. But now, I wonder how much this online shopping is affecting the community.
0: Reporting from Sitka, I'm Rachel Cassandra. Rachel's question is a good one. How is online shopping affecting the community? We looked into it at Raven News. Amazon did not respond to our press inquiry, and no studies have been done locally. There's no statistics, only signs. The boxes in the post office, later empty at the recycling center. Over a decade ago, there were two FedEx trucks in Sitka. Now there are four. UPS operates three trucks as well. So it's safe to say that online shopping is growing. The amount of sales tax revenue leaving is not only a Sitka problem, but a statewide problem. Through email, Ken Alper with the Department of Revenue said Alaska sees $1 billion a year in online purchases. The state cannot mandate an online vendor, say Amazon or eBay, to collect and remit a sales tax. That is, until now. In June, Wayfair versus South Dakota appeared before the U.S. Supreme Court. Here's NPR's Nina Totenberg reporting on the outcome.
2: Writing for the five-justice majority, Justice Anthony Kennedy said that in the modern economy, the rule linking tax collection to a physical presence in the state unconstitutionally deprive states of the ability to collect taxes and perform critical public functions.
0: The 5-4 decision was a victory for South Dakota, which relies on a sales tax to fund state government. Their attorney general called it a victory for Main Street America. But Alaska is unique. We have no state sales tax, just local sales taxes, and municipalities benefit from that. So would Alaskans be willing to pay both? The Alaska Municipal League thinks not. Historically, they have preferred the state not pursue a sales tax. The Wayfair decision opens the door for that. It was a hot topic at the league's meeting in Denali a few weeks ago. Executive Director Nils Andreasen has more questions than answers.
1: There's a lot to wrestle with in terms of uh, what the impacts would be for municipalities, for the state, for Alaskans.
0: But, Andreasen says, the Alaska Municipal League is taking the lead to research the implications. They are putting together a working group to answer questions about the Wayfair decision and craft any potential legislation. Reporting in Sitka, I'm Emily Kwong.